I'm over this. I don't, don't even want to go on this trip with you. <laughs> I don't want, don't talk to me the whole trip. Hey guys. Hi everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Who Call Is Her. <laughs> okay, I need to stop doing that. I know. It just reminds me of it. Um, anyways, welcome back to a new episode of Who, Who is, is, she? is She? Life in Your 20s, Ooh. where we talk about everything that we have experienced, all the struggles, all the happy times about being in our 20s. Yes. And sharing our wisdom from our experiences with y'all. So. So. So, guys, actually, normally we do, like, a catch-up in the beginning. Yeah. But we are actually recording this right after we recorded our last one. So, we're recording two today because we go to Miami in six days. Oh, my God. It's less than a week away. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to tell y'all all the crazy shit that Bro, Hannah's going to do. Um, <laughs> Turn off the podcast. Like, I really wish I could tell you what's on your sign. Like, it's not going to be erased. Bro, but, if like, you scare me. Not I, or, the stuff that's on there, I'm like, <sighs> Hannah's not going to do this. Okay, watch me. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. I'm probably going to be like, no, I can't do it. No, I just need some liquid courage. You know what I'm, like, the most worried about? What? Is, like, <laughs> us fighting why are you worried about okay we rarely ever fight and like when we do we're over it like in a few minutes yeah right we rarely ever fight we got into a little tizzy last night but that's just because we're both a sass queen no we're both like moody right now because you were tired and i'm pmsing if you send me an okay an o and a k that you know i'm you know i'm annoyed yeah uh, uh uh-huh yeah i knew you were yeah okay bitch you acted like I was crazy for no, having an attitude. No, but I was annoyed doesn't mean that I had like this big attitude you said. Okay, things get misconstrued over text messages. That's why we should not have like, I should have just left it at okay. I know, I know. Okay. Okay. Well, you said LMAO. I know. Okay. I'm like, I know oh. Because I wasn't, I was aggravated, but also I was just like grumpy last night and then you're retired. So it just was not a good mix. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like we have to worry about fighting Miami. Did we fight on our last beach trip? Me and you? No. No. We didn't. And plus, like, Max will be there, Jake, like, Anna. Like, I just feel like we won't fight. We <laughs> fought when it was just a one-on-one beach trip, remember? With my grandparents. I was so annoyed with you. <laughs> no, we what? talked about this. Remember we Wait, this? why? Why we, were you Remember so- I was just getting so aggravated? Like, I was very, like, snappy on that trip. Like, with me? Yes, do you remember? You were like, oh, Hannah, we just you were spent, so mean. We just spent so much time together. Yes, because like we worked together. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. We I remember that. Together, and it was just a lot. Yeah. But I feel like we'll be okay, right? Because like everyone else will be there. So I don't like, think I need to get away from ever... you. I'll get away from you. Okay. I probably wouldn't, but. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. You don't think, you... You don't think what? That what? That's everyone ever... being around that you're going to hold back. <laughs> Okay, I won't get mad unless you give me something to get mad about. No, I'm looking to have a good time. Well, have a good time. I'm not trying to fight. I don't want to fight either. Watch us get in a fight in the but airport. It's every- <laughs> the morning of, we're like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm over this. I don't even don't want to go on this trip with you. <laughs> I don't, want, don't talk to me the whole trip. 
Oh my gosh. That would be so bad if that happened. You know how miserable I would be? I don't think, no. We won't let it happen because it's your birthday trip. Yeah, it's my, I'm just kidding. Don't even. No, okay, no, we're not going to fight. We're going to have the best time ever. But besides that, that's why we're, we're pre-recording because we leave on Thursday. And we come back Sunday, so that literally so gives me no time No to time or record. Or to record, yeah. Yeah, so that's why we're pre-recording. So we can't really catch you guys up on our week if you listened to the episode prior to this all about boys and friendships. That was basically what our week was about. And yeah. that was our catch-up on the week. And then next week's episode, I'm going to tell you all the tea that Hannah did that she doesn't remember. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I'm going to record everything. Put it on my YouTube. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine a compilation of Hannah Miller's 21st blackout. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's actually really Don't do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would be so embarrassed. Like that was that's not even me. <laughs> oh shoot. Are you okay, so Hannah is turning twenty one on Tuesday. Today is Friday. So you have Oh my You have three days. Yes. How do you feel? Like, are you excited? I'm so, I'm literally so excited. Like I like, I was telling Ali, I literally scheduled the earliest appointment to the DMV to go get my license. Like I have never wanted to turn 21 so bad. I've never been so excited for a birthday in my life. Yeah, and then after you turn 21, you just grow old. Right, but it feels weird because like I've been waiting so long for this birthday, and now that it's like three days away, it's like not even like I don't I don't know. Like it feels like it's not even happening so your birthday's tuesday are you gonna like get drunk tuesday yeah like i'm going out with a bunch of my friends and we're Mm. going to like dinner and maybe to you know a bar or something or whatever if like we could figure it out but yeah i'm but i'm not gonna get black out or anything like that because i'm saving all of that for miami because i leave for miami two days after my birthday i still feel like you should black out and just rally yeah, but you know me. I'll be feeling it for like six days after. Like, ugh. no, you'll feel it for the day, and then you'll be over it. And then Thursday, you'll just have to drink like you have to. Oh yeah, there's no question. Every single day. Mm. Sorry, mom. Mm. I felt today. I was cooking, and I felt like I smelled like liquor or something. And Hand I, sanitizer. I don't know what it was, and I was like. Ugh. I saw this TikTok like, where it was like, is it just me or is hand sanitizer starting to smell like cheap tequila? And I was like, yeah, it literally smells so bad. Like when I smell it, I'm like, let me just hold my nose while I rub it in. It's so gross. Like I'm just such a wino now. Like I haven't yeah. drank since that yeah. time we went out in what, February? Yeah, same. Before everything got shut down and that was a rough next day. Yeah. You know, like, you Ooh, and girl, I Girl, I'm sorry, up. but I don't care how old you are. You're going to rally. No complaining. I will. Drink a Bloody Mary. Didn't they say those, like, get you, like... You know I don't like Bloody Marys. You literally ordered one one time when we went out. No, I didn't. Oh. This is another person you're thinking of because I absolutely Well, I'm them. thinking of when we went to Athens for a G-Day and Megan ordered a Bloody Mary. Ew. And I tried it and it was really good. Mm-mm. Well, you're going to need to take some hangover cure or something. Ugh. <sighs> Like, make a hangover drink or juice or whatever. You know, Hannah, like, made, or Hannah, Anna. Anna made her, your sign to where, like, there's, like, a section. It's, like, if you chug, like, we have to chug. So she was, like, so that way we all have to black out. And I'm, like, no. Oh, I love that. Because it's always you saying, like, come on, let's take a shot. Or we're, like, Allie, take a shot. And she's, like, if you'll take it, if you'll take it with me. And I'm, like, we don't need it. You need it. We're literally, like, four deep. And we're all already, like, good. And Allie's over there, like, ugh. Uh, I'm because so I'm so sober. fat. 
my body. We're not talking about this because <laughs> we're not getting on that topic because there is so much that I could say right now. Okay. My white bathing suit came in and I'm really not looking forward to wearing it. Uh, me either. I'm supposed to, sorry guys, TMI, I'm supposed to get my period next week. The day we leave. And I have a white bathing suit we're supposed to wear. Yeah. Catch me wearing a t-shirt all week because I am sure as heck not going to be bloated in a bikini. The last thing I want to do when I'm on my period is wear a bikini. Yeah. Mine makes, like, my arm fat. Like, fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. You know? Mine just, like, makes my whole, like, fat look fat. Like, my whole body just, like, does. White is unflattering. Let me just say that right I now. I just need to be tan. So I'm really, like, Yeah, I'm fake tan. Before we yes. go. So to conclude our intro, I cannot not wait. So funny. Our intro is, like, really, like, not related to this Yeah, not episode related we about to talk at about. all. But, you know, we had to make it light and airy before we get into our serious topic. Yeah. Which today we're going to just be talking all about mental health mm. and dealing with that in your 20s, what it's like mm. and what causes it. And yeah. You are not weird. You are not abnormal for feeling right. any type of way regarding your mental health. And just to preface, Hannah and I, we are not experts. No. If you are considering suicidal ideations, anything like that, can consult a healthcare provider. Yes. Hannah and I are just talking about our struggles, yeah. how we've dealt with those struggles. Right. And we just want to relay to y'all that we are not experts. Yeah. But being in your 20s, you go through so much shit, yes. you are going to experience mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, something to and that effect. And we understand, too, that this topic is super sensitive, especially to some people. Mm-hmm. It could be a trigger. Just like if you don't, you know, if you know that talking about mental health isn't the best for you or you don't really, you know, you can't really listen yeah. to it, then don't listen. We won't be mad at you for not listening to this episode. But also we feel like mental health is... It's so important to talk about. Yeah. It's not talked about enough. Right. They Mm -hmm. tiptoe around the topic. And I think our mental health system right now in this country is not anywhere where it should be. So... No. I think that... uh, I think that it is being talked about more, which Mm -hmm. is great, but I don't think it's at the point where um, it could be in this world. So, Yeah. Yeah, and just from my experience personally, as a 20-something-year-old, it's so hard to express, like, how you feel, like, regarding if you feel sad, if you feel anxious, like, a lot of the times people are like, like, why do you feel that way? Like, you're young, you're... Or get over it, or you'll be okay. Right, Mm -hmm. and you don't really talk about, like, how to deal with it and overcome it, Mm -hmm. and... Sometimes it'll build up t- until you explode. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just supposed to be, like, so young and carefree in our 20s. Like, people just don't really expect us to go through, like, difficult times regarding our mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting college. We move away from our bubble. We gain friends. We lose friends. We get a job. We quit that job. We go out when really we should be in bed asleep. And sometimes we fail a test in college or we spend too much money we make mistakes and at the end of the day you are human right and I feel like in your 20s me personally I take everything so hard like if I'm not performing at a great level or if I make a mistake I'm so hard on myself like Today at work, when I was supposed to take my patient to CT and I didn't know that I should have taken them earlier, 
and shift change happened and we were um which like obviously if you're changing shifts like you really don't want to leave a lot of stuff like unprepared for the next shift and I felt that way and I kept apologizing and she's like it's okay it's okay I'm like it's not okay like I did bad like I feel like a bad nurse and yeah my thing is yeah we're gonna be hard on ourselves I feel Mm -hmm. like as a 20 something year old like we just we're living and we're learning we're Mm -hmm. making mistakes and you know, it's hard when you make your first big mistake. Yeah. And you don't know how to deal with that. Or you fail. You don't know how to deal with that. It's just like so many firsts happen and they take a toll on you, honestly. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, God. <laughs> but my thing is like, why is it so hard or embarrassing for people to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like, why is there such a negative connotation about it when I feel like it's pretty prevalent? Oh, yeah, especially in our age. Yeah, I just hate that people just think so negatively about feeling depressed or anxious or anything regarding your mental health. Yeah, it's normal. I feel like it's normal, too. Mm -hmm. But it gets to a dangerous level when you allow it to build up build up build up until you explode first yeah and then at that point it could be too late or you need to seek professional help I personally have anxiety I've expressed it on the podcast before regarding my new job or anything like new or if I make mistakes like I said like I'm super hard on myself and my anxiety like just goes through the roof and a lot of the times I just want to curl up in a ball and like yeah just give up Mm, I feel that like it's I feel like it's so much easier to say like okay I tried it didn't work out yeah and then you quit and give up Mm -hmm. and you give up Mm -hmm. but you don't like persevere overcome that mistake or overcome that failure and honestly that's the biggest part or biggest chance for growth yeah and if you are the a type of person to give up, I would suggest to try and persevere through that mistake. Like, if you make a mistake at work and you want to quit, okay, like reevaluate. Do mm. you really love your job? Yep. yep. Do is are you doing your passion? What you're passionate about? And if you say yes to those things, you made a mistake. You're human. Yeah, exactly. It's just so hard when like you're on your own in your twenties and. Your parents aren't there to, like, save you. Yeah. And, like, you're dealing with anxiety and, and loneliness and depression, like, kind of all on your own. Yeah. And just, like, a biggest – my biggest thing that helps me is, like, talking it out with people, yep, expressing too. how me I too. feel. It's funny because you're so bad at well, – what I <laughs> – <laughs> I talked to like my mom about like my anxiety is very hard for me to talk about so I like talk to my mom about it or like that's it like I mean I'm I'm thinking of literally my mom like when this whole thing is over like going to see a therapist and stuff which I'll tell you guys about my mental health story and struggle and stuff like that after Allie's but I mean talking with someone always helps me it does yeah especially my mom just because like my mom has experienced like struggles too with her Mm -hmm. anxiety and like things like that and so it's it's easy for me to talk to her about it because I know that she knows what I'm talking about yeah 
I always, like, before work, like, my anxiety is so real before work. I have yeah. to call my mom before yeah. I start work. And that's okay. Like, if that relieves you of any stress or anxiety, do it. Do something each day that, like, brings you joy mm-hmm. or that's an outlet for you. And it, for me, that's exercising, talking to my friends. It's just so much better when you can talk to someone and then they're like, oh my God, I feel that way too. Yeah. And you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. Which I think is a big fear regarding mental health. Like you feel oh, like yeah. you're you an outsider. yeah, you always feel like you're the only one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When in reality, you're not. No, not Every, at all. I feel like everyone experienced some form of anxiety regarding something in their life. Yeah, and anxiety, like I know it's not the only mental health thing, but this is the only one that Allie and I have really had experience mm-hmm. with is anxiety, so that's probably why we're talking about anxiety more. Um, but anxiety is like, I'm sure you couldn't like find, you could probably find one person maybe who's never had some freak out over something, Yeah, which is like anxiety, or who's never felt any nervousness or anything like that. Like that's anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like in your 20s, you have so many like checklists. You want to accomplish so much. Yep. You want to have so many like to-dos and say you don't accomplish those or you feel overwhelmed and you're like, okay, I can't right. do this. Like I can't juggle all this. I need to stop something. And that can take a huge toll. I know for me, like, I get so overwhelmed sometimes, like, with my job, with my YouTube, or even, like, pre-recording all of this stuff, like, pre-recording for YouTube. Like, I feel like it takes a lot of time, and I haven't had a lot of days off of work, and I'm like, okay, shit, like, how am I going to do this? I'm stressed the F out, and, you know, just talking about it, planning stuff out. Yeah. It really does make a huge change and then just something else is even if you do have like mental health issues that can also take a toll on your physical health you can stop taking care of yourself eating poorly or eating your feelings and I know that's a big struggle with a lot of girls it's like we just eat when we're emotional Mm mm-hmm to make ourselves feel better and then after you're like okay I feel even worse about myself Mm -hmm. and in that case I would just suggest like performing healthy habits if you feel like you feel overwhelmed and you want to like go eat a pizza like maybe make a healthier pizza or go outside go for a run because exercise release releases endorphins and those endorphins are happy emotions so um yeah I felt like I talked about just like my struggle it's not super extensive but um just to run by depression like it obviously runs in my family not obviously it runs in my family Mm -hmm. on my dad's side and I know so many people deal with it on put it on the back burner but internally they feel super depressed and I want you to know that you're not alone if you do feel depressed you're not weird for feeling this way and my biggest thing like I've been saying talk to people right Seek help. There like are, there are people that literally specialize in helping people with things that, with depression. Yeah, and just for an example, like regarding depression, like my dad experienced severe depression when I was in middle school, and he was like a lawyer. He went to UGA. He went to Mercer Law School, and he 
experienced his second divorce and basically just gave up on life and lost his house, lost his car, like, mm-hmm. didn't, did not care anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he now lives a life he never really expected to live. And yeah. that can take a huge toll. And I just would advise, like, if you feel like your depression's worsening, to seek help. Like, yes. my dad did it. And now help, yeah. his help. life is, like, completely change forever and he's still I would say depressed like he hasn't made a big change in his lifestyle or his job really and mental health like takes not only a big toll on you but like the people around you because they care about you they love you yeah for sure and they want you to succeed in life and be happy and they feel sad for you when stuff doesn't go your way they may not know how to help you yeah you know but that's okay. Like, they can help you figure it out. Yeah. Like, they can help you seek a yeah. therapist. They can do whatever. Right. I know with my clinicals in nursing school, like, we had a mental health clinical, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was just so sad to hear people's stories about yeah. how they let depression, anxiety overtake their life to the point where they... Right relied on alcohol abuse or Mm -hmm. anything like that and that's just not a healthy way to deal with mental health issues Mm -hmm. and I just felt like a lot of people that I've talked to about mental health like they feel like a loser they feel weird like or they're like embarrassed or ashamed yeah that they have like problems with mental health yeah and just Simply, like, I'm not joking, like, simply talking to someone about what they're experiencing. Like, so many people during my clinical opened up to me. Me, a stranger, told me their whole life story. And I could tell, like, it made a difference in how they felt. And you simply just sitting, listening to somebody can make a huge change in them. Right. But just some tips that um, I have talked about is just don't give up like like I said there are people around you who love you want the best for you talk to them and they're gonna love on you I promise if they're actually there for you and I've said this too like seek help from a professional if you feel like it's not getting better because um depression doesn't go away like, you will probably need help from a professional. You might need to be put on medicine, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And just another thing is, like, say your mental health issues just not super severe. Like, exercise, yeah. like I said. I promise, like, it is hard to work out, but <laughs> yeah, it becomes a it healthy help. habit. I <sighs> promise. And it does so much wonders for your mental health. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah, it does. It scientifically releases endorphins. That's just my little snippet about mental health and just what I've personally gone through, what's helped me, what I've seen help other people, not only in my personal life, but my professional life as well, is just don't let it all build up and then you blow up. Because you're not weird for having anxiety or depression. You're a normal person in your 20s and talk to your people. Yeah. Okay. That was good. It was short and sweet. So, a little bit about, like, my mental health story. So, uh, when I was younger, I was a very anxious 
child, very anxious, but I never knew like what anxiety was. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know what anxiety was. I just thought I was always nervous and I never like put it together. Um, and I was just a very, literally a nervous wreck as a kid. Like I would, my mom, like I would see a guy on the street who like wasn't sketchy at all. And I would just automatically think he was like trying to kidnap me. And I would like go on the other side of my mom and hide. Like, I'm not even kidding. I, and like whenever I would go to class, if there was like a cute boy I liked when I was in like kindergarten or first grade, I remember like my stomach would hurt every single day and I would have to go to the nurse's office or like before going to school every day. I would tell my mom my stomach hurt because like I would have stomach aches and I never knew like I never put it together that it was anxiety but like of course now I put it all together like my mom would tell me like I had anxiety when I was younger Mm -hmm. but as I got older my anxiety kind of went away like maybe when I became like 12, 13 like of course I would still get anxious about some things but it wasn't severe like it wasn't very bad at all Mm -hmm. and then I never really experienced them as bad um, until I got to about 19, 20. Um, So like this past year, my anxiety has probably been the highest and the worst that it's ever been. Um, But I think it's just because I've, I've gone through a few different experiences in my life and I don't think that I've ever fully dealt with them to the extent that they should have been dealt with. And I kind of, you know, pushed them to the side and some things um, really affected me. And I don't think I ever really dealt with it in the way that I should have. And so I think that a lot of things are resurfacing. And, you know, during this time when we're kind of just alone with our thoughts and especially in the early months of quarantine and stuff when, you know, I was just alone and like in my room and not really keeping myself busy was when my thoughts would really just take over my like head. And I would just think of like the worst things and Mm -hmm. I would just be just really in my head about things. And I would think I would really, I know I've said it before, but I would really catastrophize everything. And like, I would think about if this happened, then that means this is happening. And I would like continue on and it just really wasn't good for my headspace. Um, and so I talked to my mom about it and I basically just told her the feelings that I was feeling and what I was kind of going through. And she basically just told me like, Hannah, I think that we need to, um, maybe find you someone to talk to some like professional help and go see a doctor. And you know what? I wasn't ashamed of that. I was all for it because like anything to get my mind under control was like basically what I want. And so we, you know, like I haven't done any of that yet, which I do want to clarify that I have not been like medically diagnosed with anxiety, but I, that doesn't mean I don't have anxiety. Like I can tell you right now, I have pretty severe anxiety. So, um, yeah, basically I just, I know I have anxiety, like just because I'm not medically, like I haven't been, you know, professionally diagnosed doesn't mean anything like And so, um, yeah, that's basically my anxiety just got really bad after I started dealing with things that I didn't quite fully deal with. Um, and so, I mean, not to like get too much, but I'll give you guys some like idea to it. Like my dad passed away when I was 15 and I thought that I was like fully, you know, okay with it, but I think that part of me like didn't grieve in the way that like some of my siblings did or like I didn't really quite fully like get over it I guess you could say like I didn't grieve in the way that I think I should have I kind Mm -hmm. of just like wanted to be strong and so that kind of came to being and then like my parents divorced when I was younger which I was like when I was really young but I think just a lot of things made me anxiety prone um there's some stuff going on with my like brother and things like that and so I just like it's almost like PTSD 
And I got a lot, I just like would get anxious about a lot of things. And I would start thinking about everything that could go wrong. And I never thought about what could go right. Mm -hmm. And so I just like started overthinking everything. And it just made me really stressed out. And so I would like catastrophize the future instead of just letting things play out the way that they were supposed to. Like I was, I was never, and I still deal with it. Obviously I haven't gotten help yet for it, but I like would never worry about just the present and I would never be in the present. Like I would always be worried about what's to come and then whatever's to come, I would worry more about that. Yeah. Like I just, it's so bad, but my mind spirals out of control and I just, I deal with really bad anxiety. And, like, for a while, like I said, I didn't really know what it was. Like, I had never really put it together. Um, and then when I talked to my mom, because my mom has dealt with a lot of, like, of anxiety and depression and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to help me um, understand it more. And she was able to, like, you know, kind of explain to me, like, what I was feeling. Um, but, yeah, so the, basically that's kind of a little bit my of my story. Um and I just, like, a lot of times it's difficult to talk to people who haven't experienced anxiety or depression and, like, they don't really know much about mental health. And so I kind of just want to go into a little few things. Like, if you do know someone that is experience that, like, experiences anxiety and um, depression, loneliness, things like that, um, I kind of want to go into a few things of, like, maybe the way you can handle it with them because I mm-hmm. think a lot of people don't know. And like I said, I'm not a professional, but this is just my experience. And, right. Um, I think that there are some ways that people don't know how to handle people with anxiety and, and yeah, like they don't know what to say. Exactly. And so like, I just want to kind of go into that a little bit because, um, a lot of times, you know, you might know someone who's, who's dealing with anxiety and again, you might not even put it together because their anxiety might not be as severe as some other people's, like everybody's mental health stories and struggles and you know anxiety depression things like that are different like everybody experiences it on different levels um but for me with someone that has anxiety like when you tell me um to just stop overthinking or that I'll be fine like that doesn't do anything for me like that only makes me think worse it's like it's like a person's flight or fight or flight response Like, for example, if someone is running from a lion, you're not going to tell them to calm down. Like, that's what anxiety does to your head. Like, telling someone to calm down isn't going to make them calm down. Like, someone with anxiety, like, you can't just tell them to relax. So you can't just tell them to chill out because you can't tell someone running from a lion to chill out or relax, you know? Like, and that's what anxiety feels like. It feels like you, it always feels like you're constantly running from something because, like, you're worried about everything that's coming, like everything in the future. And so like telling someone to just relax, like isn't going to help them. Um, and a lot of times we have a tendency to really want to be better, I think. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like that can affect the way our like emotions and how we're feeling. So like a lot of times we tend to set like these extremely high expectations for ourselves. And we always think that we can be better and we can do better. And like, when really, like, there's no such thing as, like, literally being perfect when you're a human being. And yeah. so I feel like a lot of times when we set those super high expectations, we literally sometimes, like, just may shut down and, like, begin to feel like I could never accomplish that or I could never do that. And then instead of, like, aiming towards, like, always 
being perfect and stuff like that, you go into that deep down and like there's almost, it's almost like there's two extremes. Like you either think that you can accomplish all these things and then you crash and you're like, well, I could never do that or Mm -hmm. I could never be as perfect as I want to be, sorry, as I want to be. And so it's like almost like we've created like this thing in our minds that what we think is like of what we think is perfect, Mm -hmm. right? And so we have, like, these expectations for ourselves of what we want to meet. Yeah. But, like, instead of judging ourselves, like, always saying, you should have done this or you could have done this better. Like, instead of judging ourselves, we just need to kind of embrace ourselves. And this goes... Embrace your flaws. Exactly. This goes back to, like, loving yourself. Like, it's hard, but when you strive to be so perfect is when your mind literally sometimes cannot take it anymore. And that's when you go into these deep thoughts of, like it's never going to happen for me or I'm never going to like succeed in what I want to succeed in. And like when you, when you're not like present and when you don't embrace the feelings that you're feeling, like that's when I think things can get really like hard on you Mm -hmm. and like violent on yourself. Yeah. Well, I've talked about it before, but like when I do make mistakes or when I don't accomplish what I've set out to accomplish, I'm so hard on myself. Yeah. And like what you were saying, like maybe think about what you have accomplished instead of what you haven't accomplished. Because I can guarantee that you have done something positive. You have completed one thing off of your list that you wanted to be completed. Exactly. And maybe look on that and be like, okay, I did this. Like I didn't, I wasn't able to complete this. Like why? Reevaluate. Like I've said before. And right. Going back to like talking to your friends about who just say like, you'll be fine. Something I learned in nursing school is like, if you are talking to someone who has like mental health issues and you want to be there for them, ask like very open-ended questions. Like if Hannah were to be like, okay, like, I'm um, super overwhelmed or, like, I can't make a decision. I'm like, okay, what are your options? Like, don't ask a question that'll just close off the conversation. Like, try to ask Mm -hmm. a question to where Mm -hmm. they can express their feelings and you're not sitting there closing the conversation or giving them advice. Yeah. Like, you don't want to give someone with a mental health issue advice. Yeah, because I know for me, like, when someone's – as much direction and my mom my mom tells me this too like as much as she may tell me something and as much as I may say like mom tell me something to make me feel better she literally always tells me I can tell you all of these things but you're not gonna listen like Mm -hmm. it's and it's true I mean she could tell me all of these things but at the end of the day like my anxiety literally is just gonna take over whatever you may be telling me whether it's you'll be fine you'll be all right like anything like that like it's just it's not gonna work it's not going to help me. Yeah. I would just suggest, like, being a comforting hand. Right. Right. And just, like, being there. Don't, like I said, and what I learned in nursing school is you don't ever want to direct someone right. and tell them what they should do. Like, yeah. they need to come around to that fact on their own. Yeah. And, yeah, you can guide them to that direction, but don't say, okay, do this. Okay, right. you need to do this. Right. Like, Give them options, and like you said, like, you're going to choose what your action's going to yeah, be. Yeah, like, yeah, it's very hard, like, to get into someone's head with anxiety mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah. I do want to talk about, too, some things that I have learned about my own anxiety and, like, what I kind of do to help with it and what I've learned from my mom, too. She's really helped me about it. And I have some friends that have dealt with it, too, so they help me as well. But um, 
I'm just going to read off a few things that I like wrote down that I thought, I mean, it would probably be helpful for anybody with anxiety. Again, I'm not an expert, and um, but I just thought it would help you guys. So the first thing I have written down is that it's okay um, to take that moment to feel sad or yeah. upset, and it's okay to feel all of those emotions mm-hmm. that you're feeling. Um, sometimes it's worse when you don't feel what you're feeling and you just push it all to the side Mm -hmm. because you haven't fully experienced everything that you're feeling and that can make your anxiety so much worse because it just adds on to it. So it's okay if you're sad or if something happened, it's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be upset. Like it's okay to be happy, whatever it may be. Like Mm -hmm. don't let it bottle up. Exactly. Like it's okay to feel it fully. Like don't sit in it and sulk in it forever, but like feel the emotions that you're feeling like if something tragic happened to your family Mm -hmm. feel those emotions you know like it's okay and also like we've talked about reach out to people that you really trust and that you really love like whether it be parents or friends who have dealt with mental health that can also help you someone that's gone through the same struggles as you like Mm -hmm. someone that you can relate to and that relates to you is really really good to talk to not just someone that like you know, you might just, like, trust, but someone that really can relate to you really Mm -hmm. can help you um, figure out your own struggles as well, but I know that that's helped me a lot. It's just talking to people that I know really love me and, like, support me and know me so they know that, like, I'm, I'm, that's the way I think and they know that I have anxiety and they know that I think these ways, so it's easier for me to tell them why I'm feeling this way and not feel so, like, ashamed and not feel so, like, embarrassed that I'm so nervous or anxious about something. Mm -hmm. Um, also, be proud of yourself. When you get into moments of loneliness or sadness, sometimes it's hard to feel happy or like any bit good about yourself. And, you know, sometimes you just got to think of like the little things, like the little things count, whether it's like yeah. some days waking up seems like the hardest thing to do. It really does. And like for some people, I know it's harder for some people than most, but like if you woke up, like that's a little thing that you should be proud of. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and you know, don't, don't like discount it exactly like just think of the little things in the moments when you're sad like just think try and think of something to make yourself proud of like where you've come no matter if it's maybe getting over something that like you never thought you'd get over or you know passing a test whatever it may be whether it's big or small like just be proud of yourself like think of something that you could be happy about that you like succeeded in Mm -hmm. Um, another thing is to be honest. Don't push your feelings under the rug. Yeah. That goes kind of with the first one. You need to feel it and feel it fully. Um, you will feel better if you just literally let it out. Mm-hmm. I had an experience not too long ago where I was just feeling so many things at once. Like my mind had never been so jumbled. And I was talking to my mom on the phone. I'm not even about any of this. Like I was just talking to my mom and all of a sudden like it came up and I just had a break, like a literally just a break and because I had bottled everything up and I didn't tell anyone. And I it all just like came out of how I was feeling and like it went on forever and I just like cried it out. But like I felt like I had 200 pounds lifted off my shoulders yeah. after I literally just fully expressed how I felt. And even if it's not to anyone, say you're just sitting in your room or your car and all of a sudden you just let it out. Like it feels yeah. so much better to just let it out, whether you cry it out, sing it out, scream it out, talk it out, whatever it may be. Like let it out because if you bottle it up, like people say it all the time, but it's true. Like it's never good to bottle up your emotions because, like, you know, you're going to just add things mm-hmm. to stress about and to worry about. So just 
Feel it. Feel it fully. Like you were telling me earlier, like when you get super frustrated, like you cry. I cry, yes. I do too. Yes. And a lot of the times it'll get to a point where I push it down, push it down. Someone brings uh, it up. Or says like, are you all right? Yeah. And then you're like, Mm -hmm. your lips start to quiver. You're like, "Mm -hmm." no. And you you break it down. Right. Let me tell you guys what just happened to me this morning. I was telling (laughs) Allie. Literally went to the Sprint store to get my phone fixed. And they told me like they didn't do whatever. It was like this whole thing. Like I didn't have the coverage or whatever. And so I was like, okay, like doesn't mean I can't ever get it fixed. I just have to go to another place. But I was like stressed because I had other things to do. And so I was stressed out, right? And the fact that he like had just told me that it like kind of like bothered me and I got frustrated. So I was fine and I get in the car to tell my mom like what happened and I just start crying because I'm frustrated. Not even that I'm sad he couldn't fix my phone. Like I just got so frustrated and like flustered that I started crying and like of course like I after that I was like why are you crying like can't stop crying. You're like you're such a baby, but it's like not that. Like everybody feels emotions differently mm-hmm. and like just because I cry when I'm frustrated doesn't mean I'm any less strong than like I, I could have been, you know, yeah. like, so that, yeah, that's a good point. It's like feeling it, just let it out. Just like cry. Like who cares? Like cry for yourself or scream. Like it helps. It really does. Like just Seriously. screaming literally just helps. hundred percent. I don't scream, but I cry. Yeah. And same. that relieves so much pressure like, yeah. from my head. Yeah. You know, like oh, holding yeah. it in. Oh yeah. In and like ha- your throat, when you get that feeling in your throat where yeah. you're like, I have to cry and you just like cry. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh, feel, it literally is like scientifically like a release of an emotion. Yeah, because you can't just bottle up your tears. Like they need to come out anyway, eventually. Will that be um, Another thing is that there will be good days and there will be bad days. So you just need to take them both as they come. On the good days, just be really thankful. And on the bad days, remember the little things. And that also remember that the bad days are temporary and they don't last forever. Um, but I mean, just realize that like as a person, even if you don't deal with mental health, like there will be good days and there will be bad days and things happen in life that we cannot control. And, you know, you just kind of take those days as they come. And, you know, sometimes it's even easier to say to yourself, like, this is one of my bad days. Like, yeah. Yesterday, last night, I was, like, having a bad night, and I was, like, I'm grumpy, I'm mad, it's just a bad day, like, and, you, it, like, don't just say it about your bad days, say it about your good days, like, this Shit, is a good sorry. day, and know that it's a good day, but, like, literally just, just know that, just remember that, like, not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, like, it no. happens to everyone, not just people with mental health problems, or not just people that deal with the mental health issues like it happens to everyone life happens life is not perfect you're not perfect you don't you can't control most of it like no you can't so many things are out of your control right right and yeah yeah but just remember that it is temporary like days come good days come and go Mm -hmm. i read this thing that was like happiness comes in waves and Mm -hmm. it'll find you again i like that i do too i really like that that like i mean it's true i had it for my screensaver too for like a little second but it was literally like happiness comes in waves like everything comes in waves and like it'll find you again and it'll come again um so yeah just remember that and going along with that too is be gentle with yourself uh sometimes I know we can all tend to be very hard on ourselves like I talked about the being the perfection and things like that um but especially if you're feeling overwhelmed be nice to yourself. Yeah. Don't don't talk to yourself like why are you crying like I do it but like don't 
you know, try your best to just not like shove away those emotions. Like validate your own feelings. Like you're, it's okay, you know, like be gentle with yourself and know that like you can't always solve everyone's problems and you can't save everyone. I know I have friends like that who just try to save everyone and who try to really just solve everyone else's problems but their own. Um, but all you can do is really just be there for people the best way you know how. Yeah. And that really does say a lot, you know. And, I mean, you just you just got to be gentle with yourself, you know. Not every day you're going to love yourself. And some days you may love yourself more than you do. But just realize that, like, especially if you're overwhelmed, like, you can't solve everyone's problems and issues. And, like, you really do need to focus on your own. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was reading my words. No, you're good. Um, another thing, I talked about, like, feeling your emotions fully but also rationalize your emotions. Um, it really does help grasp or it helps you like to stay grounded. So like this goes along with another thing I said, like if you rationalize your emotions, really say, well, what am I crying about? Yeah. Or what, what am I being anxious about? And why am I? reacting this way and like really think it through and rationalize um your emotions because it really does ground you and it helps you kind of feel like you're back in reality um also realize that there are ways to help deal with it so this goes along with like if your anxiety is just getting worse and severe yeah there are people literally that are professionals to help with it and so you know if you if you need to go talk to someone professionally go do it there's medicine for it um, I mean, you're not weird if you want to seek help professionally. You are not weird. Trust no. me. It'll, if any, anything that like gets you out of that anxious state and anything that can help lessen the severity of it a little mm-hmm. bit, do it. Because trust me, like I want more than anything to not feel as anxious as I do every day. Yeah. It like, just seek help if you really feel like you need it. Mm-hmm. Another thing is, um, value quality over quantity. You want to place people in your life that know you and that you trust. I talked a little bit about this. Like, it's easier for me to talk to people that know how I react to things Mm -hmm. and that know that I'm an anxious person. So really, like, value the quality of your friends and, like, know that who you can go to for certain things. Um, Yeah. Because it really does help. Yeah. 100%. Not just people that tell you to just relax, you know. Right. That's not helpful. Um closing out this but basically just listen to the anxiety like I said before what is the anxiety coming from and what is it trying to bring your attention to mm-hmm. like, why are you feeling this way and it kind of leads to like an action to take rather than just responding um or it, it rather than just reacting it mm-hmm. like helps you to respond to this like emotion so instead of just reacting to it and crying and freaking out about it whatever it may be like respond to it in like the best way you know how Mm -hmm. and like act on it and then basically just understand that these feeling these that these feelings and emotions we have don't define us so just because you're an anxious person right it doesn't matter like it doesn't define you and who you are like don't be ashamed of your mental health don't be embarrassed about it it's a topic that we don't talk about enough and um i think that we need to work on it in this world as a whole that you know people are anxious and people deal with a lot of issues but yeah I think that 
talking about anxiety, I really like wanted to talk about this because I think that it's been tough, especially during this time right now in the world. A lot of people's anxiety and like um, mental health is like really at an all time high. Oh, for sure. And like so, being quarantined, not being able to socialize. Yeah, and like being alone with my thoughts is never good. <laughs> like when I'm just alone in my room, like that's why I try to keep myself busy with doing things because yeah. like if I'm just alone with my thoughts, I start to just literally think of everything that could go wrong and. Yeah. That's why it's hard to deal with anxiety, but... Well, I feel like you gave really great tips. Thanks. My anxiety is more situational. It's not, like, constant mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's very different from yeah, yours. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I said, severity it, it differs for yeah. everyone. So, but you gave amazing tips, so... Thanks. You know... I'm going to take some of those tips because they were great. I Honestly, I need to take some of them, too, because, like, I'll say it. I know, right? know my mind. I'm like... Pfft. I'm not going to take those tips for myself. Just, like, try to improve it. Like, better yourself. Like, take your own tips. Like, validate your own feelings. Right. We talked about it a thousand times, but, like, you're okay to feel that way. Yeah, you are. And, like, the people that tell you, like, to calm down and relax and stuff, cut them out of your life. (laughs) They don't know how to deal with your anxiety. Or, like, don't talk to them about it, you know? Yeah. They're not not the quality friends to talk to about Exactly. Some people just don't know how to deal with it, and that's okay. Yeah. All right, I, if I could, if I could literally take my anxiety away, I would. Right. Lord, I would not have it if I didn't want to have it. I know. Or if I couldn't have right. it. Right. You don't choose it. It's a mental illness. It's yeah. It's literally a chemical imbalance in your brain. Yeah. Like, just like any like physical illness that you have, a mental illness is just as serious, right. just as real. Right. Just as important to seek help with, rather that whether that's going to see a professional or talking to your friends or doing any of the tips that we suggested. I agree. So, don't take it lightly. Like, it is yeah, a serious yeah. thing. But, yeah. Being in your 20s is hard, and you're going to just go through so many so waves many emotions. of happiness and so sadness. Many. And it's normal. It is normal. Right. Like, life happens. So. All right, guys. Well, sorry this wasn't an upbeat episode, but we really thought it was an important episode to talk about. Yeah. And, I mean, we all deal with it in our 20s. So thank you guys so much for listening yeah. um, to this episode. And I literally cannot wait for next episode when we talk all about Miami. <laughs> but, yeah, by the time you're listening to this one, yeah, we'll be, like, just getting back from Miami, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. And don't forget that we come out with a new episode every single Monday. So on your drive to work, on your start to the week, listen to us. And we hope to start you guys off on a happy, good note. I mean, this episode like wasn't the happiest. But it's still important to talk about. Right. But um, It's beneficial. Exactly. So make sure you guys stay connected with us. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please. It would mean so much to us. And we really see our listeners growing. And we really, really like appreciate yeah. it a lot. We do, for sure. Because um, we do this for everyone listening. So, yeah. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening. See you next week. See you week. next week. Bye.